Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. We start things out here tonight. Of course, your calls are primary if you make them, but we start with an email. I mentioned last night, we never got to it. It's from Daryl about the parenting issue, uh, the, at least the most recent parenting issue we discussed on the program, which was uh, a gentleman called in, uh, I think maybe two weeks ago at this point, I'm not sure, but he was telling us that he had discovered that his eight-year-old son was smoking marijuana, and turned out it was a pretty difficult situation to deal with. From a parental perspective, what do you do in that particular case? How do you handle that? Of course, we speculated on what we might do. Uh, Mark, you have never been a father before. You're a brand new father, and uh, your son is four months old, so you've got a ways to go before you're not running, smoking marijuana. Yeah, encounter right. something like this, but it was certainly thought-provoking and uh, intriguing. And so, we are going to uh, jump right into that from Daryl. These past couple days, he said, you guys have been talking about parenting, specifically about drugs. Now, one theme that comes up often, particularly from Ian, is the idea that a stern response to bad behavior is highly likely to produce even worse rebellion and make him hate you. Given the impression I get of your own upbringing, this is hardly surprising, but I thought I'd offer you my own perspective. I was raised in what might be considered an insufficiently strict household. For the most part, my mom dominated questions of discipline. Dad just didn't want to make her cry. And she's the sort that's afraid to have an opinion, not good with confrontation, and not fond of being mean or seeing anyone else be mean. Her response to disciplinary problems was to talk calmly, be very understanding, and if that was ineffective, engage in what might be described as a passive-aggressive response, to nag annoyingly but otherwise ignorably. I had a problem. I was very, very bad at school. I wasn't stupid. Indeed, my teachers thought me quite brilliant. But the subjects at school were so ridiculously easy, I was also very lazy. And so I got bad grades, which only got worse when I got to a magnet high school and nearly flunked and to college and actually did flunk out, was ejected on academic probation. My mother, of course, was very understanding, and father was very frustrated. He says that uh, on rare occasion, he would attempt to put his foot down and let me know in no uncertain terms what was expected of me and propose potential disciplinary measures if my grades didn't improve. Honestly, I hungered for honest discipline and despised my mother's passive-aggressive approach. On occasion, they would ground me from video games for a specific period of time. I remember one occasion was two weeks. Within two days, I would be playing again. Nobody would say anything. I resented the hell out of that, and in particular resented my mother deeply. I felt like I wasn't in control. I was well aware I was being manipulative when I would break down and cry about how I want to do better, but I just couldn't. I was well aware that she was the one keeping my father from trying to do what he could to help me do better. I have since forgiven her and realized there's no profit in discussing it further. All I've ever accomplished by doing so is to reduce her to tears, and I'm not even yelling or anything. I think there is a common theme between my parents' style and the freak-out-strict uh, freak strict style, fear. Both are afraid of their children, afraid of the world outside their own household, and therefore ill-equipped to handle the problems their children may encounter. I, didn't, I don't care how strict or how permissive a parent is, so long as the strictness actually... So long as the strictness actually a fearful lashing out, and the permissiveness isn't actually the ostrich approach. 
Knowing what I know now, I know what I would do differently. First off, I would take a much more direct interest in my child's education. My parents were all too willing to hand that over to the government entirely. Yes, they were, after all, boomers. When my young child reached the point where he was literally in tears over the pointless drilling over something he already mastered a year ago, I would work hand-in-hand with the principal and his teacher or go toe-to-toe with them or withdraw him from school entirely, as needed, to make sure no time is being wasted on his fellow students uh, or because his fellow students happen to be slower than him. And the public education system is ill-equipped to handle, if not deliberately biased against, a student that's capable of learning at a much faster pace. Grade skipping would be my goal, getting him out, um, and get him out of their system as quickly as possible. Of course, if the problem wasn't boredom-induced la- laziness, but a genuine failure to comprehend, I'd pull out all the stops to help my child comprehend. I was the former and my sister the latter. However, I would also let him know that, though I am going to do everything I can to make sure he's in the right place, I will accept nothing less than his best effort. Poor performance, relative to his actual ability, of course, if it's actually his fault and not that of the government school would result in a gradual loss of privileges. Box up the video game system, take away the bike, not going to so-and-so's house after school, whatever works. To take the drugs, to take up the drugs issue, the way I would handle that is to let him know in no uncertain terms that my expectations do not change just because I caught him with a joint or something. I would tell him that I would strongly prefer that he quit, but I'm aware that I can't stop him if he's determined to continue doing what he's doing. I would also probably make sure he had a talk with his uncle about the particulars of drugs, as my brother is quite knowledgeable and experienced in that area and knows plenty of stories, both good and bad, some of which are his own. It'd be the same if he was hanging around with people I didn't trust. I'm not going to tell him who he can be friends with, but if a crime were committed, his friends were the perps, and I couldn't personally account for his whereabouts when it occurred, I would not be giving him the benefit of the doubt. In other words, I don't have any problem with the stern parenting style. Indeed, I'm a strong believer that one of the few, if not the only, legitimate authority-based relationships is the parent-child relationship. I'm of that opinion. And that's actually one of my big problems with big government, the deliberate way in which it undermines the family in favor of the state. Of course, that would work a little better if our laws were not so heavily tilted against young people participating directly in the economy and society, like child labor laws or compulsory schooling, etc. And therefore, a child with a particularly bad set of parents had alternatives other than government-assigned foster homes. So what do you think of that uh, perspective, Mark? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't disagree with it at all. Um, As far as I'm concerned, if you uh, buy your kid a bike for Christmas... It's his bike in a way, and it comes with, but it comes with caveats, you know. Like a, a parent can obviously take away a bike in grounding, and I think you should. I think that should be clear to the child upon giving them the bike. Um, look, this is your room, but I pay the mortgage on the house. Mm-hmm. It's really my house, and this room's in my house, and that makes it my room. You live in the room. You get to decorate the room the way you wish. I, I'm going to give you a certain amount of privacy in this room. But I get to do what I want um, all in all. And it, the same thing comes with a bicycle. Uh, you know, this is your bike. Obviously, it's sized for you. I'm going to look pretty silly trying to ride it. But if, you know, things come down to where you're misbehaving, it's my bike. This is my video game console. This is all my stuff because mm. I paid for it. You know, it, it, that's that's from a... a, a from from the point of view that I can simply take it away. Yeah. Um, and and then like he's saying, if you if you say you're going to take it away for a period of time, don't give it back to no. him early. 
you've got to be a man of your word if you want him to even your your kids to even respect you. And I think that he's um, what he said about boxing up the uh, video game uh, console is mm-hmm. the right thing to do. Look, if you if you say it's going to be a week without the video game, don't give too strict a punishment because it you know too long is just it it, it makes it makes them resentful. Mm. Um, you know for, they forget after a period of time. Um, but you know take it away for a week, put it away. And don't bring it back out. Yeah, leaving it out and saying you can't use this for a week just invites you know the opportunity for some you know somebody to wait for you, you to go to sleep or whatever. Sure. And I that doesn't make any sense. You um, always take the AC adapter, but yeah, boxing it up makes. I mean that makes sense. That that makes sense too. Um, it's the same with the bicycle. Hang it up in the garage where you can't get it, or or you know put a lock on it. Yeah, that. So I like that approach, and I like how he, uh, when he was talking about the the drug issue, which was what spurred the entire email, is that, uh, look, you know, I know I can't do anything about this. I'd prefer that you quit, but my expectations for you are still the same. You're still expected to get good grades, and if you don't get your good grades, then you are going to have certain things right. taken away from you. And you're not going to use my bike to go get your pot. Oh, there you go. That's one of them. Yep. All right, so I uh, like that, and Daryl, thank you for the email. You guys are welcome to chime in here at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we go to your phone calls, we start with J.C. in Alabama, or actually we're going to bring back J.C. here in a few moments, and uh, Michael in Florida as well. Plus, I'm being told that we are apparently going to be bombarded by angry callers from our affiliate KGEZ tonight after the uh, the, eight, the second uh, second hour begins. So hmm. we'll see what that's all about. I guess people are listening to the show after all, huh, Mark? Oh, they're listening. Yeah. I, I don't think that's ever been in dispute. <laughs> More coming up. You bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live, it's your show. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go right into your phone calls here. You can call about whatever you want. Let's start things out with JC in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live. JC. Libertation. Hello, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Free Talk Live is 11 votes behind the number one spot on Podcast Alley. Pretty good. Go pretty good. We vote. were 30-something votes yesterday, so closing the gap. So uh, a dozen votes will put us over the top. Yep. It, it should be done before tomorrow's show for sure. It absolutely should, uh, providing that you go and vote. If you have not yet done so in this month of August, please go to vote.freetalklive.com. And uh, JC, as always, thank you for the call. Appreciate Not a problem. It. Have a good one. Yep, 800-259-9231. We'll remind you a little bit later, too. Let's talk to Michael in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Hey, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, that's been on my brain since I've listened to the podcast since Saturday, starting with the caller who uh, expected kudos because he was in the military. And, Mark, you had mentioned about... You know, yeah, you've never been a paid kill me after you had ever been in the military. And a couple of that with, uh, you mentioned the callers uh, from that station in Montana who are going to be calling in angry about uh, people's life. Yes. Well, I came to think about this today and all week. There's always going to be someone who's going to be offended by what they say. I've got conservative friends. I've got liberal friends. 
and I managed to check them all off at one point or another, but with my liber- with my views about liberty. Sure. And I remember some that from an episode of, of Penitel or BS that Penn Gillette had said. He made a quote that said, everybody's going to be offended by someone. And in a free society, you can't expect not to be offended. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it comes with the territory. Uh, we certainly don't expect to make everybody happy on this program. And as long as you're offended and you keep listening, then that's what we're hoping for. Right, exactly. And it's just like... Uh, and they ask you to do the research, even though it may not concur with uh, the goals of liberty, which I'm fully in support of. That's like calling up somebody like Russ, like uh, Russ Lento is a conservative, except they threw something on the progressive stuff think tank like People for the American Way, or asking Ed Schultz, a liberal talk host, to go on something like the Heritage Foundation. Now they were going to do that. Well, you know, I could see... You know, I guess I, I don't have a problem with be pr- being presented with facts and, and, you know, looking up those kind of things. I mean, obviously, I've got a lot right. of, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of time in my day and you know, you know, mm-hmm. asking me to look at a whole bunch of stuff. But it's, I guess, in the case of uh, some of the, 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 the more crackpot conspiracy theories out there, I just don't find the presentation of the information that I'm given to be... Uh, it's not persuasive. Convincing. Yeah, yeah, it's it, not persuasive. You know, most of the websites are uh, they look like they're uh, they're from the uh, you know the mid the early 90s or late 90s they're long and rambling and, and crazy. They, they go on forever and they just they don't make much sense. I mean, some of the uh, some of the videos I've seen are just nutty looking. Well, I, I'm sorry to say, but in addition, the point isn't quite uh, the same, or that your analogy isn't quite uh, applicable to our situation because we have certainly read critiques of our belief system. I mean, on the air, so it's not like we wouldn't go to some sort of uh, website that was opposing what our viewpoint was. I've got a right. link, I think, on my bookmarks right now about uh, why government yeah governmentisgood.com. So, you know, on a, a night where there's very little show prep, I can always just go to that website and pull up all kinds of opposing views. So I, it's not that we wouldn't go to see opposing views. It's just that, you know, the conspiracy groups or the the crackpot conspiracy claims out there, they're not in any way op- in opposition to our belief system. It's just that they're just not relevant to our belief system. So that's kind of the difference. Yeah, I mean, actually, with that, I have a question, too, tonight. Now... I'm looking more into the idea of the uh, volunteer society or what's known as anarcho-capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I kind of imagine the other, just the other night, I was thinking, okay, this would be kind of cool. I mean, we wouldn't have to pay any taxes anymore. Everything would be voluntary. Uh, if, if I chose to partake in any kind of um, what's their legal drugs, I have legal ways of, uh, of obtaining it. But then I thought, you know, free market society – would that also mean that individuals would have all these different bills they'd have to pay, like whereas the roads nowadays that's all covered by taxes and things like that? Yeah, I see where you're coming from, Michael. Your phone is kind of questionable. I'm going to let you go. We'll go ahead and address that issue. I mean, right now he's pointing out that the government, you know, is taking care of all these services and. You pay one bill, the property tax bill, and they take care of paying the guys that plow the streets and paying the guys that put new streets down. Paying and, the teachers and the schools yeah. and all that stuff. Would you have to pay? How many extra bills would one have to pay in the free market society? It's a good question. 
I mean, we can certainly speculate about it. Uh, would we have to hire somebody? For instance, if you were in a neighborhood and you're, uh, you needed your streets taken care of, you might have to hire someone to take care of that here in New Hampshire. Uh, government does not pick up our trash here in Keene. I think they actually have government trash pickup in some other areas of New Hampshire, but not here in Keene. So mm-hmm. that isn't, that's an extra bill that, that I have to pay, uh, on a month or bi-monthly basis. And, and bills can get out of hand, and that's that can be a problem, uh, certainly for for people. But I think when it comes to, I'm, I'm certain, I'm certain when it comes to government that they do things more inefficiently. They simply the the motivations aren't there for the people that work for the the municipal government or whatever, um, you know, whatever government we're talking about. They're not the incentives aren't the same as they are for the free market. And I suspect that you're paying more to pave the roads and uh, co- collect the trash and remove the snow and educate the kids, than, especially educate the kids, than you ever would be under a free market system. So would you be willing to pay three, four, five bills separately in order to get a, I don't know, 50%, 50% saving? savings? Yeah, I mean, we're just pulling numbers. Just, I'm just pulling numbers. Yeah. I, I think that's well worth it. But in addition, I don't really know how many extra bills there would be. I'm thinking here, Mark, and, uh, you know, road work clearly is one kind of a bill, but that could all be put together. I mean, you could have one company that just sort of takes care of the road in that they do multiple services. If they, I mean, certainly you could probably buy separate services if you wanted to, but there could be like like with your phone bill where you get the DSL and the, the phone lines all on the same bill. Mm-hmm. Certainly the marketplace would have an incentive to say, hey, you know, buy the package deal. We will not only plow your roads and salt them, but we'll also do repairs come springtime and you know it'll all be on one bill and we'll spread it out over 12 months and no problem what else would we i mean what other bills would there be and and um it's likely it's possible that uh, roads could be be taken care of in an entirely different fashion i don't know how they would be taken care of um you know some companies would want roadways that are free for people to drive on so that they would be able to get to their businesses sure sure um you know, some some would probably be toll roads that you could uh, do with your little Sun Pass or you know your little Easy Pass or whatever they call it. And they probably don't call it Sun Pass up in New England. Um, <laughs> and and some of them would be uh, homeowners associations that contract with uh, an organization to take care of roads. It, it would be all right. kinds of different stuff. But currently, under our current system, say in the town I live in, there are people that live on town roads and there are people that live on state roads. Well, the people that live on town roads pay for both the state roads to be maintained and the town roads to be maintained, and the the people that live on the state roads pay for the town roads to be maintained and the state roads to be maintained. I don't use any town roads. So why should I have to pay for town roads? The town people, you know, it, it, it's, it just it doesn't make much sense who's paying no, for what not. and how it's um, it, it's very inefficient how the, the structure goes that these things are paid for. What other bills would there be, though? I mean, help me out here. Obviously, education would be one if you had kids and we're sending them to school. Roads, education, fire. Yeah, Maybe fire. Just a handful of extra bills. More coming up. You can take control and bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the Sakel CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. 
and don't forget to enjoy the archives. We've got an entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website for your downloading convenience, free for you at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. Uh, again, you can call in about whatever you want since uh, earlier caller mentioned the military. Let's talk about the military. It's been a little while since we've had a military-related discussion. I guess the last time we talked about it was the recruiters yelling at uh, teenagers and threatening them and being scary. But well, I think one, that uh, to, to some extent national uh, service is wrapped up in there. Since uh, Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's a little bigger than the military, but yeah. This story is a little more serious than angry, threatening, scary recruiters. In fact, I'd say it's a lot more serious. And it's from ABC News. Mary Lauterbach, the mother of murdered pregnant Marine Maria Lauterbach, told lawmakers on Capitol Hill that the military must change the way it deals with sexual assault to avoid more tragedies like her own. I believe Maria would be alive today if the Marine system had been different, her mother told a panel of House Oversight and Government Reform Committee which held a hearing Thursday on sexual assault and rape in the military. There were no representatives from the Marines at the hearing, and the head of the Pentagon office tasked with responding to the problem of sexual assault in the military was ordered by her superiors not to testify, despite being subpoenaed by the committee. So the military is effectively no comment. No commenting. Yeah. Lauterbach told lawmakers the chain of command at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina didn't do enough to protect her daughter after she accused Corporal Cesar Lorian, Lorian of raping her. Military brass was slow to act, even after Maria's car was vandalized and she was punched in the face. They didn't believe it was anything, told Lauter, uh, said Lauterbach. Maria had asked, she goes, I would like to be transferred from Camp Lejeune. They said, don't bother. It's not going to happen. Wow. Representative Bruce Braley, and by the way, this isn't the first story of uh, women being assaulted and sexually harassed and, and raped in the military. And there's kind of been this long history of the military just laughing it off and not really doing anything about it. And it, that history continues here. Representative Ruth, Bruce Braley, whose congressional district includes I think Iowa. That instead of laughing it off, I think that probably their priorities are in different places. Um, they, they consider, likely, they consider a soldier to be responsible for caring for themselves, protecting themselves from other soldiers. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of how they look at it. Yeah, I think it's more of a man's, th- a man's uh, world there in the military. It and would they seem just to don't me. give a damn about uh, the, the ladies in their ranks, some of them. Anyway, uh, so one of the representatives, Mr. Braley, who represents a portion of Iowa, supposedly, where, the, where yesterday they mourned the murder of Second Ar- Army 2nd Lieutenant Holly Wimunk, said this is not an isolated incident. Wimunk's husband, a Marine corporal, has been charged with her murder at Fort what Bragg. What do you do about that? In North Carolina, another pregnant soldier was killed more than a month ago, and the father of her baby, Sergeant Edgar Patino, was arrested this week and charged with her murder. This is not an isolated thing we're talking about, he said. While the military's come a long way since the days of the tailhook scandal 15 years ago, which is credited with creating a safer environment for female service members, Representative Jane Harmon said there remains an epidemic of assault and rape against women in the military. Women serving in the military today are more likely to be raped by a fellow soldier than to be killed by enemy fire in Iraq. Mm. Disturbing. A government accountability office report released uh, recently found that instances of rape and sexual assault are underreported in the military by as much as half. Why do you think that is? 
Well, um, it sounds to me like... Code uh, of silence, anyone? <laughs> to, well, I, you know, if they're unreported, is that a code of silence? If they're unreported, they're not being reported because the girls are scared to report them. I, I, I don't know if, the, if that fits into my definition of what code of silence is, but I would say that the reason that the girls likely don't report them is, uh, you know, besides all the other reasons out there, shame and, and whatever mm-hmm. other reasons that people don't uh, do it, is it, additionally, you, you heard that this girl said, forget about that, or that was said to this girl, forget about uh, the transfer out of Lejeune. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So they likely think that there's going to be repercussions, um, negative ones. That sounds to me Possibly. like a negative repercussion, because what are you what are you doing there? You're saying you don't like your job. The GAO report found some victims in the military don't report sexual assault because they fear that nothing will be done, fear of ostracism, harassment, or ridicule, and concern that peers would gossip. Lawmakers don't. Uh, could not ask Dr. Kay Whitley, director of the Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Office at the Pentagon, to address the issue of sexual assault and what steps have been taken because uh, their deputy defense undersecretary had barred Mr. Whitley from testifying despite a congressional subpoena. Uh, this uh, particular undersecretary told the lawmakers he knew everything about the program and he didn't need Whitley's input to answer their questions. It was given a bipartisan dressing down on this point uh, by one of the people that chairs the committee saying, I don't know who you think elected you to defy the Congress of the United States. Another one uh, said he'll support the pledge to hold Mr. Dominguez, that guy, uh, in contempt, and they dismissed him without taking his testimony. Testifying alongside Lauterbach was Ingrid Torres, who told the lawmakers that when she, she moved overseas as a Red Cross worker assigned to the American military, she was excited to be doing a job that could make a difference to those serving their country, especially during a time of war. But a year later in Korea, Torres was raped in her sleep by a military doctor after taking an Ambien. Gosh. The perpetrator, then the installation flight doctor, has since been convicted, kicked out of the military, and placed in confinement. But Torres says the military has a long way to go in helping female soldiers and civilians who are the victims of rape and sexual assault. She told the House panel, I, as the victim, made others feel more uncomfortable than him as the accused. A psychologist told me that I was acting like a baby. Torres said the military should streamline its programs across bases and branches to combat sexual assaults and rape. And Lieutenant General Michael Rochelle actually told lawmakers about a comprehensive prevention campaign in the works by the Army and the increased advocacy for victims and training for all levels of soldier enacted in the past several years. Rochelle offered an apology to any, any soldier who has worn the uniform and suffered out of sexual assault. Well, isn't that nice? He's apologizing to them. But what really is going to be done about this, if anything? And it's not that I think the military can be reformed. I don't think they can shuffle the deck around to change some of the bureaucrats out and adopt new policies and have anything significantly change. I mean, what you're dealing with here is an organization that attracts the most violent of men. I mean, you've, you've got an organization that attracts the type of person, the type of man that wants to kill people and get away with it. I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. And you put women in the midst of those men and you're going to get some problems. You're going to get rape and you're going to get assault and you're going to get uh, harassment and you're going to get a really uncomfortable, difficult situation for a number of these women who they, I mean, the fact is they may be able to make it through basic training and everything, but they just... They're just not as strong as some of these big, brutish men that are in the military. Yeah, I think that that's, you know, that's just a reality. 
Right. So there is no real solving this problem beyond shutting down the damn military and, uh, you know, that, being done with it. Right. There's, it seems like the nature of the military, uh, you know, causes people to sleep in closer quarters, uh, you know, be around each other more that, you know, the, it just doesn't seem as likely in an office setting that something like this would happen. No, I, certainly not. You know, so I... I don't know. It You're just, not there 24 hours a day. It seems like the day. nature of the, uh, the the circumstance. I don't right. know much about the military, and I'm certain the different places, uh, you know, uh, lend themselves more and and less to uh, rape. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're in an office, then you're there with a random group of people. But when you're in the military, you're there with a group of people that has a tendency to have violent uh, issues. It's a violent organization. Yeah, exactly. That's the purpose of it. I and mean, I mean, it's not that I don't feel I don't. It's not that I don't feel bad for these ladies. I think this is tragic and terrible, and this is certainly not what they signed up for. But at the same time. You know, you're around some really bad guys. These are the kinds of people that shoot dogs in Iraq. I mean, these are the kinds of sickos. And they end up, by by the way, many of them being police officers, which tell you something else. But the the only real solution here is to completely abolish the military, 100%. And while we're at it, abolish the federal government. And if you decide that you need some organization to go around the world and blow up brown people, then you can contribute your hard-earned dollars on a voluntary basis to some agency that does just that. I won't be participating. Thank you very much. 800-259-9231. So if your daughter's considering joining the military, tell her about this. More coming up. You can bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase it's easy. 41-plus categories to shop in, even used items. Whatever it is that you buy, Free Talk Live gets a cut when you start shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And you can travel less and meet online. Try WebEx free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600 to start your free trial of WebEx. That's WebEx, W-E-B-E-X.com. Promo code is 600 to start your free trial of WebEx today. You know, Mark, just a couple of addendums to that last story. We were talking about how the uh, the, the government people are saying, the government Accountability Office and others that have been investigating the allegations of rape and sexual assault by women in the military have called it an epidemic. But actually, in the story from ABC News, which we went through the entire story, they didn't actually mention a pretty important factoid that I found on one of the pictures in the article. Nearly 60,000 female veterans reported being raped or assaulted since 2002. So in a six-year time span, that's 10,000 reports per year. Mm. That's it's, pretty significant. It seems like it to me. Now, I was looking at the uh, the amp-only chat room, and, and Puke, one of our uh, amplifiers, is in there. He's a former uh, military man. He spent a, a few years over there in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. And he pointed out something important that may actually help in the – you know, my solution was abolish the military, and I'll, you know, I, I still stand by that. But while the military is around, there could be something to, oh, I don't know, let the pressure out a little bit. How about we legalize prostitution? Give these uh, horny, really jacked-up, uh, testosterone-laden dudes 
an outlet. Give them something to go and uh, spend their money on that can maybe, you know, let a little pressure out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly how successful it'll be. We're told, it can't I'm told, be, it can't hurt, right? That uh, rape is a crime of uh, aggression and domination, and it's not a crime. But these of aren't sex. all rape; it's rape and assault. I, I, maybe, and, but at the very least, if if you legalize prostitution, you can legalize. Uh, I mean, basically, some gal could say, "Look, have your rape fantasy fulfilled with me." Sure, some chick. I mean, there's definitely some chicks out there that are into violent sex so yep so then they could get paid to have violent sex and what could be better right so that's one solution it's a, it's a, a lot of things it's a part it's a partial solution and i think it would be a, a step in the right direction for these sickos 800-259-9231 is the SACL cai toll free line but notice that solution has nothing to do with reorganizing the military or shuffling the deck that's not going to change anything new a new policy isn't going to change the uh the problems that are kind of inherent with the military structure. Yeah, I don't know what they I don't know what they could do as far as policies. So we continue with your calls. You can bring up anything and we talk to Dennis on the amp line in New Hampshire. Dennis, you're on Free Talk Live. Greetings, Freedom Fighters. Greetings, Dennis. What's so, on your mind? Uh the uh, podcast the other day I was listening to and there was some talk about rating like the rating the government people, the legislators and stuff. Um and specifically about um like the the, the 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 RLC and how they rate like based on certain things and it came up well gee the the NH Liberty Alliance doesn't rate based on every bill we don't use every bill in our report card of of the various people I thought that you did I guess I was misinformed on that yeah so it's up to me to go and inform the people right so we we actually read all the bills and right. we score all the bills based on this bill is pro or anti liberty but the deal is a large swath of bills come up somewhere in the zero range. If we go like plus 30 for the really good bills and minus 30 for really bad ones, there are a bunch that it's like, you know, either it doesn't matter, like they're going to rename a bridge to the whatever, you know, I the, see. the Abraham Lincoln Bridge or something. Well, who cares, right? And then there's stuff that there's a lot of bills that have something really good in them, like a bill that would restrict the state from using RFID technology, period. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that bill. Except then, comma, also, it requires uh, all manufacturers to put a special seal on anything that has an RFID chip. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, regulation and bureaucracy. Yeah, so on balance, it's, uh, as you say, a zero. Interesting point. So you're really only looking at the bills that do something positive or negative, clearly. Exactly. When it comes down to actually giving these people a letter grade, like do we think you know, you, you deserve an A or a B or an F or whatever, we try to pick bills that are litmus test. Like either you get it about what government is or you don't get it. So a bill like taking New Hampshire out of the No Child Left Behind federal program, you know, period, full stop, that's all the bill does. Yeah, that goes on the report card. Got it. That makes and, sense. Um, you know, you, you guys were also talking about uh, one of the reps here and his, uh, you know, Dan, Dan Itza had put up a bill a couple of years ago about a definition of marriage and trying to get the whole one man, one woman thing into place, which I, I was, you know, not happy with. I was kind of shocked with that bill. And I think one of the beneficial things that we get from people who love freedom and understand freedom or want absolute freedom, like, mm-hmm. like myself, people who believe in private systems of law and so forth, for, for these people to be talking to generally liberty-leaning people in the legislature is that you can 
um, affect how some of these things are crafted so as to go about it as, okay, well, if you're going to restrict the state in what the state will recognize as a marriage, how about let's just get rid of the whole state being involved in granting marriage permission licenses? That would and be that nice. goes over rather well. And that's something that everybody can agree on, whether it's, you know, the same-sex people and the extremely religious people. Everyone can can agree on that kind of a pro-liberty step. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so, so there are things that you can do. The more inside you are getting the getting the liberty message across to those who are willing to hear it. Well, that's one of the things, uh, many of the many things you guys are doing over at nhliberty.org, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, a, a, a stellar example of some some people that are working within the political system and actually having some positive effect. Right, and proof that the uh, Free State Project is, is working, even without having reached its uh, 20,000 uh, mark at this point. There you go. Dennis, any other thoughts? I don't think New Hampshire is going to be complete until we have enough strip clubs and gambling facilities, but, you know, we'll we'll make do until then. (laughs) Thanks, Dennis, for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. As uh, we go to a quick story from Lima, Ohio, where a police sergeant's careless actions led to the fatal shooting of an unarmed woman holding her baby as she was crouching down, possibly to obey his commands during... A drug raid. Mm. This, according to the tactical weapons trainer for the Ohio Peace Officer Training Academy, he said, uh, it would seem to me that in that position, the deceased was probably complying with Sergeant Joe Chevalier's orders. Foy, uh, John Foy, testified during the negligent homicide and negligent assault trial of Chevalier. He is on trial for the January 4th shooting death of Tarika Wilson, age 26, inside her home in Lima. Her infant son was wounded in the shooting. Police raided the home to get her boyfriend, Anthony Terry, a known drug dealer. Foy said Chevalier did not properly identify a threat and fired at a target from a spot on the stairs where it would have been hard to see. From that angle, there's not much to see, and there was insufficient target identification. Foy based his testimony on various witness statements and a review of records and photographs of the crime scene. The bullets fired were close to the floor on which Wilson was standing, making it highly likely she was crouching on her knees when she was shot, according to the testimony. There was also no muzzle flash coming from the room Chevalier fired into, and he could not see and he could not see hands that are typically the first thing seen when there's a threat such as someone holding a gun, said Foy. So, police officer shoots a woman, injures her baby, and it was all in the middle of a drug raid completely. She was totally unarmed. Completely unnecessary. Well, I, I, I would agree totally that it's... Totally sick. I, I, well, I, I agree. probably in the military, too, I bet you. Uh, he's probably scared. Is what I would think. If I was in, you know, I was in one of these circumstances. You're walking through a house. You haven't got it secured. You don't know whether Mr. Terry is standing around the next corner with a, a sawed-off, ready to blow you away once you uh, come around a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's likely scared. But I would, I think you and I could both agree. Um, whatever, whatever idea you put in this uh, police officer's mind, whatever story you uh, decide to assign to him, we could both agree that. If it wasn't for the drug war and it wasn't for these uh, silly SWAT raids that they're constantly uh, you know, do- doing, then he wouldn't have been in the circumstance and it wouldn't have happened. 
According to the interview of Chevalier, he saw a partial target that was moving, and he told me he was in fear for his life. And that's what they always say. Whether they're shooting your family dog or shooting your wife and baby, they always say they were scared. And, you know, you're absolutely right, Mark. If they weren't in that situation in the first place, which is totally unnecessary, if you're going after a drug dealer, you can very easily go after him when he leaves the damn house. Drug dealers don't stay home, you know, all the time. So you could very easily save a little bit of money instead of hiring the entire SWAT team, put a couple guys in a car down the street, keep an eye on the house, and go, you know, pull him over when he drives away. I mean, not that I'm supporting the war on drugs, I'm just suggesting a, a more sensible, less violent, less dangerous way to bring these people supposedly, uh, you know, to arrest them, which is supposedly what their uh, goal is here, right? To arrest them, not to kill them. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Tony's coming up. It's your calls next on Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. WebEx.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you as we launch in hour number two of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Right to your phone calls. We go to Tony in California. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live. How you guys doing? Hey, Tony. What's on your mind? Well, a little more about the military bureaucracy since you guys are talking about it. I'll be honest, uh, most of me just wants to forget those years. But I bet. Yeah. Uh, one thing about military bureaucracy, one of my friends wanted to be a SEAL, and so he went through all the rigmarole and, you know, getting up at 5 in the morning and swimming, you know, however many laps and all that stuff. And then when he got into boot, when he got into boot camp, they told him that he couldn't be a SEAL, not because he wasn't physically qualified, but because he chose the wrong job in the Navy. So that, that was the reason he couldn't do what he wanted to do. You know, that's what he joined so the Navy he, for. He'd, uh, he'd picked the wrong EOS or something? Is right. that what they call right. it? You know, he, he picked, like, damage control instead of a uh, hull technician or, you know, something. So that was the excuse they gave him. Well, couldn't they? Uh, so it is an excuse. So, so they, um, they couldn't they just change his EOS? I mean, what's the big deal on no, that? No, I mean, but, the, but see, that's, that, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing that I saw. That's the biggest reason that I would just assume forget those years is because I saw the bureaucracy. And the bureaucracy is just completely unfriendly. It's probably the worst in the military because uh, it doesn't surprise me that that uh, girl that got killed was told that she couldn't transfer just because. I mean, it would certainly make a lot of sense. 
to transfer her out just for her own safety. Well, yeah, but then they'd have to do paperwork. It, right, exactly. You, you know, know it, what I'm saying? It, it reminds me of prison. In prison, you could uh, the only way you could get moved from room to room or cell, if uh, if one prefers the term, bureaucracy is bureaucracy. Is, is basically claiming that you're you know you're in fear for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if they felt like moving you otherwise, they certainly could, but it was it was kind of rare. So yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, one that's thing what it sounds like to me. That I'm starting to notice is it really does uh, it, it attempts to absolve people of personal responsibility, yeah. you know, and it, it, it falls into that, well, I was just following orders, or you got to fill out this piece of paper. Or, or, or paper. there's, that's not my department. Oh, yeah. That one, too. Oh, that's, that's real typical. Yeah. You know, department of Motor Vehicles. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they also jipped me on my move when I got out, just because, uh, you know, they, they were paying me a move from Virginia back to California, uh-huh. and, you know, I did the uh, do-it-yourself move, and... I sent them all the receipts. I jumped through all the hoops that they wanted to, mm-hmm. and then they sent me a check for about half of the gas that I spent. You know, of course, that's the time that the gas went up from what three to five dollars a gallon. Mm. So, I mean, I, I, I suppose I could have uh, written letters and stuff, but I, why bother? It's just why bother exactly. Your time is you know? worth a certain amount. Well, and I, and I think that your solution, Ian, is a uh, good future long-term solution is to just get rid of it or just basically start ignoring the government altogether. Yeah, well, that is my personal solution. When, when, I don't I don't fund them. When we make a uh, like what, what, a radical departure with reality uh, today, uh, like getting rid of the, the military, getting rid of the army, um, shutting it down, it's only what the founding fathers wanted. Mm. They just wanted, uh, you know, citizen militiamen protecting their communities. And essentially, uh, you know, n- the only reason you'd call up a, uh, you know, the army would be for, you know, two-year stents in order to fight uh, off invaders they or something like that. They certainly did not intend uh, to have a printing press kind of money manufacturing situation where you could just print out as much money as you wanted to and then fund all the crazy wars that you were interested in funding as a result of that and it effectively steal money from the pockets of everybody in the country. They understood that if the money was uh, was value backed that in order to go to war it would actually you'd actually have to get people to contribute to the effort i mean it, they would have called it taxation back then but if people didn't pay the taxes then they wouldn't have been able to go to war uh, so right. they certainly did not envision this kind of uh, military society we have today well you know i mean even the constitution i mean no matter how many uh, ways you write things down to ensure that there's a uh, check and balance of power obviously they forgot something and they still found a way, a chink in the armor, and just well, go, yeah. you know, and they'll just go, well, we'll just make everything illegal again and, and, and turn it into a, you know, it's basically a big vacuum cleaner uh, to rob people of all their wealth. That's, That's what it is. Point. It's the uh, the government is the most brilliant scam ever devised by mankind. The most brilliant uh, bunko game, or whatever you want to call it, the most brilliant ripoff that has ever been perpetrated. On another hey, I was talking to somebody about uh, shift gears for a second. I was talking to somebody about the Free State Project last night. I was I play him the played him the podcast, and uh, so they were getting a kick out of that. Um, but I talked to them about the Free State Project, and then it, it sprung a question in my mind because he mentioned uh, politics as if that was a discussion of politics. Now, do you guys think that 
uh, discussing freedom and liberty like this is the same thing as discussing politics? Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, I can understand why people would confuse it because it sounds like you're talking about politics because you're talking about, you know, the government and how you'd like to get it out of your life and somehow government is equated to politics. But politics to me, my understanding of politics is, you know, the uh, the, the constant struggle for control of, uh, of a given power kind of structure, whether it's office politics or whether it's governmental politics. It's uh, debating one side versus the other as to who will be in charge and why. That's right. what politics seems like to me. Right. As politics, uh, sort of, for one, it's the, the talking about the names of people uh, in power. That that would probably be the, the, the center of politics. You know, talking George Bush and, and, Puff, and ta- uh, Ted Daschle and, and Nancy Pelosi and uh, Hillary Clinton. You know, mentioning- A perfect example would be the big news today. If you go to Drudge Report right now, it's, uh, you know, John Edwards, some politician guy who apparently got caught cheating or has admitted cheating and, you know, oh my gosh, our political right. John Edwards. Yeah, I was sitting through the GCN news break and I heard all of, all of this Right. In politics, the issue isn't in politics. The issue is never violence and it being enacted on innocent people. The issue is, oh, my gosh, he's been caught cheating our politicians. They're so bad, aren't they terrible? We need new politicians. I mean, it's never a real issue that uh, that, that, that may slow change down is uh, people have just got to get over this idea that uh, that they're going to control other people. You know, that that, uh, John Edwards. Uh, he's sure he has the right to cheat on on his wife if he wants to, I guess. But you know, then he's got to deal with the court of public opinion. And it's not going to be kind to him, I can tell you that. His wife had uh, cancer. Um, the, oh, <laughs> the the thing about politics is it's essentially two groups out there in America, two groups that want to take your money and limit your freedom in different ways. And they argue whereas, over how. Yeah, and whereas what you're talking about, these issues generally is what uh, you know liberty is about, is you want to see the power return to the person. You want to see nonviolence and non-aggression um, upon somebody for whatever decision it is that they make. And, you know, as long as they don't hurt somebody, and that wouldn't be aggression. So I, I think that there's a distinction. People, it, it, it sounds like it's close. It's like in the neighborhood of politics, but it's not exactly the same. And and I often That's use That's why I don't like issues. being called a political show, yeah. because it's not. Yeah, I can see that. If we were out here promoting the Libertarian Party, then you could definitely call us a political Sure, and show, we could talk about uh, you know how great all the candidates are from the Libertarian Party, and let's bring on the guy who's running for dog catcher in uh, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota. Then it would be political. Right. But well, I have I nothing really I don't know what anything a to do with it. Was years ago, but, uh, this, this sounds pretty good for you. I don't even know what a Libertarian is today, so that's why I don't apply <laughs> that label to myself. And uh, we certainly aren't. I am certainly not interested in promoting the political process, though I will acknowledge when the political guys have some success at achieving a little bit more of an advance for freedom, which is why we talked to Dennis from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, because those guys are actually doing something and it's having some effect. So All there right. you go. Hope that answers your question. Thank you for the call, Tony. We appreciate hearing from you as we continue with Bill listening to uh, KGEZ in Kalispell. Hello, Bill. Bill? Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Bill? Well, I'd just like to make an observation. You guys are always talking about the free market, and uh, we've been talking about you guys around here. And the free market has decided to can your guys' show, and now you're being all butthurt and being uh, hypocritical about the free market. I just... No, I'm sorry. No one has ever been hypocritical, sir. What well, are you referring really? to? Yeah, what, what, before, really? before you, Bill, I don't want to be combative on this. We got an email um, in in the early part of the uh, just before the show that said that we had somehow insulted Montana, and I got to say that I'm broadsided by that, Bill. I have no idea what that well, I means. 
I don't I don't know who sent you that. You, you didn't insult me. I could care less. Okay. I mean, my point is, is that I, you know I've heard this hoopla going on, and and uh, so I thought I'd call in because I don't listen to your show. I talked to Ian when he did the call-in interview with Stokes, and we've gone round about things, and you know he'd prefer to paint me as a tinfoil hat wearing fella. So you know that's fine. I don't care. Do, do you believe in chemtrails? Uh, no, oh, okay. Well, then you're not that crazy. Hang on, we'll bring you back. You can critique us and yell at us or whatever the hell it is you were calling for in moments. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Just head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what it's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. If you need to do your will, a living trust, living will, trademarks, patents, all those things, you can do them at LegalZoom.com. Website, they're not, now it's not staffed by lawyers, but was created by lawyers. Um, if you use code FTL, you save $10 off your order. It's LegalZoom.com. So let's bring back uh, Bill in Kalispell, uh, who claims he's not listening to KGEZ, but somehow got our phone number to call in tonight. Now, Bill, you're back on Free Talk Live, and let me see if you can – I want to give you another chance to make your initial point, something about us being hypocrites. Can you make that a little bit more clear for me, because I didn't quite get it? Bill? Kalispell Bill? Are you there? There I hear somebody. Somebody put the phone down. It sounds like put him on hold. We'll try. We'll try bringing him back because I would like him to uh, to bring that critique back forward. It sounded well, to me like he was suggesting that first of all, if you're just tuning in, one of our affiliates, KGEZ in Kalispell, Montana, has been on with the show for like a year and a half. And sure, Free Talk Live is controversial and iconoclastic, but for whatever reason, recently, a certain segment of listeners there has gotten very, very vocal about getting Free Talk Live taken off the air. As a result, the radio station, unfortunately, is actually seriously considering doing so. I don't feel like they've actually made up their minds yet, because they haven't done anything yet. And even if they are going to take us off weeknights, they are still considering running us Saturday, so it won't be a total loss of an affiliate, which is good for us. But I think what Bill was trying to get at there was that we get on the air and talk about the free market, and now the free market is doing something that we would rather it not do, and then we're hypocrites because we don't like what's going on? Is and that kind of what you got from I think from that him? if uh, – and, and that, yeah, I've, I mean, I think that, for one, Bill was gloating. Um, and yes, nah, nah, we won. There, there you go. And, you know, that, that, that's fine. Um, but, the, you know, there's nothing wrong with us wanting to keep our customers and trying to figure out what it is that, uh, you know, what, you know, what, what's going on here? What can we do? Talking about the yeah, issues. Yeah, trying to make a case uh, for, you know, what about all the people that tune in to listen say, to Free Talk Say Live? what we're, we're willing to do, what we're not willing to do. I don't think any of those is, uh, you know, contrary to the free market. No, and, and if it all, you know, if it, even if it shook out that KGEZ dropped the show entirely, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, this is a business where uh, as long as we're growing in affiliates instead of losing affiliates sure. over time, then we will continue to grow and get become more successful. We would love for every single radio station that comes on board to stay on board, but right. the fact is sometimes they change formats. Sometimes they get bought by somebody else that doesn't want to do what they're doing on the and air. And they sometimes. have to service their listeners in the same yeah. way that we have to service them. And if it's contrary to their business model to have Free Talk Live on, then they, you know, they're not going to have 
Free Talk Live on for very long. If it's just not working out, then I guess that's the way it's got to be. I don't, I don't want it. I want you know exactly the contrary. But yeah, there, th- this is not a market failure. The market's doing exactly what it was intended to do, and that is to satisfy its customers in the way that the different market actors think is best. And it's not our radio station, so we don't get to choose. We and can make gr- our case. It's and really that's great it. for KGEZ. I mean, we've been talking about them oh, a yeah. great deal you for know, the last think, four four nights or something. I think that uh, John Stokes is actually just trying to stir up some controversy and he, get people listening. He, he, well, he, he, it wouldn't be unwise. <laughs> And I, I'll tell you that uh, we've been getting uh, a lot of calls from uh, Montana, uh, you know, and it's working. We always get a lot of calls from Montana, sure. though. So anyway, we continue uh, with, I believe, Mike listening in Montana to KGEZ. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Yeah, hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Yeah, you know, uh, John doesn't need to stir up controversy to get attention to his station. He doesn't need to do that because he has uh, a lot of listeners here. And it's not just a selected few that are kind of uh, calling in and raising a a guff here because I was part of the vote that one day. And, uh, you know, there was you guys got like three votes to keep you on and everybody else called in. And yeah, that's kind of an unscientific, kind of an unscientific poll. Uh, first and foremost, unscientific poll. Secondly, we've been on the air for a year and a half. What took you so long? What took you so long? Well, well, the thing is, is you guys' view is so narrow. Uh, you you don't uh, even research or even look at the big picture of. What do you mean? Can you give me an example? Or even care to look at things. What? Right, right away, as soon as soon as somebody mentions nine eleven or chemtrails, they're they're an idiot. Or, or there's uh, or whatever there are no, I've never called you. I've never called you an idiot for oh, yes, believing in 9/11. No, I've just told you that, that it's not well, relevant and, to and me, let's sir. Use the word wacko, and I've heard you say that. Well, I think it's. And I think the, I think chemtrails are a crackpot conspiracy theory. I mean, we saw a video the other day from a woman that was looking at her sprinkler in her backyard, and she saw a rainbow in the sprinkler and well, believed that there know, were that's, po- that's there was poison else. in her water. Yeah, yeah she believes else. in chemtrails too. The people here in Montana aren't like other people. And, and John Stokes and his family are doing a wonderful job to wake people up. And there's a lot of people here that listen to The Edge that are way far above, light years ahead of everybody else because of John and his family. And we're not like everyone else. But, uh, Mike. We, we're on to you guys and know what's up. What's that mean? Uh, you guys figure it out. Does that mean that you think that I'm part of a global, um, global worldwide conspiracy where the bankers are pulling my strings? Hey, that's I don't know. You you uh, you fill in the blanks. <laughs> I'm asking you. You're the only one that can tell me. No, you won't get an answer from me. You, you just won't. Why? And and Ian, he I doesn't want to answer do your questions. With Mark. Our okay, Mike. 79 haircut. But, but, but before you <laughs> go on, Mike, it, it looks like one of the Ramones. Are you, you watching haircut? us on the webcam right now? No, I think that's my haircut you're looking at. Um, the, the the thing I want to talk about, Mike, is, you know, our positions have changed somewhat, uh, you know, since being there on uh, KGEZ. Now, certainly they're not completely in line with uh, every conspiracy theory out there, but we've uh, we've softened our position and changed it somewhat. Do you think that that's a success? It, it, do you think Building 7 is a conspiracy? I, what I think Building 7 is, is I think that Building 7 was damaged by the fall from Buildings 1 and 2. and that Nothing hit it. What's that? There was a couple of wastebaskets on fire. 
uh, that's that, you. You weren't there. I wasn't there. You so know, all I can do is I can I, I you know the the understanding that I have is that the guy you know somebody said pull the the fire team out of uh, you know building seven it's going to fall. And why it is it that it, why does it upset you so much, Mike? That uh, we just aren't interested in doing the research that you want us to do. Why does that upset you so much? You know what, you know about here's what bothers me the most about you guys it is you it's either your way or the highway. And that's the part I can't figure. And you know, there's millions of people. How do you? What do you mean by that? We let you call about anything. Well, Mike, you, you interrupt. Mike, Please don't interrupt me. You, you believe what you believe, and I believe what I believe. And so, therefore, for you, it's your way or the highway, and for me, it's my way or the highway. And I'm let, I'm getting you on the air right now and talking about it. I'm not stifling you or anything like that. So, you're not. Yeah, what, yeah it, it, you sure do stutter a lot, though. I, I'm a bit uh, of a stammerer. But uh, I found that that's pretty common in talk show hosts, so I'm not too worried about it. Well, see, the thing is, you guys never want to look at, uh, you never want to even take, uh, uh, maybe look at it or, or look at this or do a little research. Why do anything, I need to? Right away, as soon but, as somebody mentions something, it's just totally bonkers. Mike, why should I bother? I already know, Mike, to, Mike, I already know the government is evil. Why should I bother researching more stuff to prove to me the government is evil? Right, and if you don't pay your taxes, you shouldn't be here because the rent here is high. Okay, hey, thank you for the call, rent. Mike. We appreciate hearing from you. No answer to my question. You don't want to answer our questions. 800-259-9231. Why should I bother? Can someone answer that? Please, I'd like to know. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. Sakel CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those. On us, including the bulletin board system, where you can get interactive with over 2,000 of our listeners, over 375,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, uh, from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. The controversy uh, of, that has been erupting for the past week or so, at the very least, uh, at our affiliate KGEZ in Montana, continues to boil over tonight with more calls rolling in and on hold. But before we continue taking the calls, I want to reiterate my question. The last guy that was on the line did not want to answer the question. He was suggesting or he was demanding that we uh, we do research into the 9-11 and the chemtrails and whatever other you know cons- crackpot conspiracies are out there. And, you know, maybe the 9-11 thing's true. Maybe the chemtrails are really happening maybe all of that stuff is true but what is the point in having me go out and do all of that research you want me to become a true believer just like you what is that your goal do you want me to have the exact same set of beliefs as you do because it would seem to me that the it seems at least and maybe i'm misinterpreting this but it seems the purpose of putting all these uh theories out there about chemicals in the sky and you know the the government uh, doing 911 and all that stuff is to to suggest to people or to prove to them that uh, government is evil and that government can can hurt people and government does awful things to innocent people but i already agree with all of that i already understand that government is inherently evil and i don't think it can be fixed you know i'm already down that road so what is it that you are intending to accomplish with 
with your demands that we go and, you know, put hundreds of hours of our free time, and as you have done, and researching these topics so we can, you know, be aligned with you? Is that what it is? Is Mark, am I... What do you think? Can you speculate on this? What's the reason for this? Is it that these people, these listeners, they want their talk show hosts to be 100% ideologically completely compatible with them? They people, don't want their belief systems challenged? People like agreement. I like people that agree with me better than I like people that disagree with me. Because it's certainly not going to prove anything to me. I'm already over the idea of government. It's done. I, I don't want government in my life. So whether they are poisoning people's water supply or they're engaging in eugenics programs or they're dropping atom bombs on people or they're killing brown people around the world or they're running a police state or they're doing drug, you know, the war on drugs, whatever it is, however provable it is, I'm already there. So what do you want from me? What I do is I do a radio show that allows you to call in about anything. Now, if you call and you're talking about something that's kind of droll and kind of dull and not really something that's too interesting, your time's going to be limited. But if you're calling about something that's intriguing and interesting, then we'll go and talk with you for a while. The controversy is interesting. That's why we've been uh, talking to these people for extended periods of time. But talking about the Building 7 well, and I, the, the fires and I'm the, trying the to, napalm. And the, I'm trying to know. find out what, um, to some extent, what the complaints are. Um, I would like, you know, more than anything to, to stay on KGEZ. And, I, you know, I've, I've, I haven't heard too many complaints that I can really nail down uh, Here's what well. I've understood so far. And I've we been told I've been insulting. Step. I don't understand that either. Right. We aren't lockstep on every single conspiracy theory out there, even though we're definitely there with the, uh, the Federal Reserve. I mean, that's certainly a cons- big conspiracy theory. And there's no doubt in my mind that it's absolutely the case. There's plenty of evidence for it. Uh, and then what was the yeah, – there was another big one that we were on board with, but I, I'm spacing right now. Uh, so, what, what, um, Federal Reserve and – like what's another big conspiracy that we're, we're on board with? I uh, was it chemtrails could very well be. Uh, I'm not definitely not on board with chemtrails. Chemtrails could, as far as I'm concerned, could very well be the government trying to control the weather. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, and, you know, some of that stuff that they're trying to control the weather with might affect some people health-wise negatively. That's well, all we, I can we do. Know, we do know the state of Florida sprayed malathion down in uh, down there when we lived there a few years back. So, th- I mean, they don't have any problem spraying insecticide right. on people. Why would they have any problem spraying whatever it else like it I is? Said, maybe it is true. So, so in order to find out whether or not it's true or to gla- uh, to glean more information, I'd have to spend hours and hours of my personal time, where I'd like to be spending that time with my girlfriend, uh, researching on some obscure websites to try to gather as much information of these as these and, callers. But, but the thing is, is, I have spent a great deal of time on these websites and i am left unconvinced that's all let's go to kgez listener tom on our amplifier line tom you're on free talk live hey how's it going uh i just yeah up here in kgez land i don't know what the deal is i mean there's two different uh two different theories or that both of the government is basically not helping you i mean just two different there's conspiracy theorists that think the government's against them and then there's you know your guys' view. Uh, I'm just glad that the show was on here. Um, I'm not sure how long it's going to be on here or whatever. I'm not sure people have their own opinions of what they want to hear. All the other shows up here are kind of the 9-11, rah, 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 you know, uh, Jack Blood, uh, all the rest. And anyways, I just wanted to say that I'm glad that I heard the show. I liked the show. Um, you know, I, I listen to it mostly on podcast now because of time, but uh, I'm an AMP member. I'm glad I heard the show. And whatever the people think up here, it's... Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. They're stuck in their ways, I guess. 
It's okay to be stuck in your ways, but to insist that everybody else, uh, you know, be 100% in line with your belief system. And that's the thing is I feel like I'm 80 to 90% in line with, uh, you know, what it is that uh, right. KGEZ is about. We want more freedom. <laughs> we want better, it's just, more it's just liberty. Different. It's, just, it's just two different movements. I mean, they're basically a conspiracy movement that says, oh, the government is evil. And uh, you're the freedom movement, which basically says that the government is evil. It's just two different viewpoints, but basically you have to vote the same means to an end, right? Right. So that's why I don't understand what all this hand-wringing and, and uh, people being upset is really all about. It's very confusing uh, you to know me. What? A uh, major part of it might be that you're actually a younger uh, talk show host. Could yeah, be. That that's is, what attracted me to. That's well, that's what, what attracted me to the show. It really is. That's what someone suggested was that we weren't mature enough. And we, we there's nothing I can do about that. We haven't been around long enough. So, but then again, they canceled no. Lou Dobbs, and he's a lot older than we are. So I don't really understand that. I guess he just. I don't. I don't know. That's all I got. Just yep. to say it. Hey, thanks. Tom, thanks for the call, right. and thanks for your support. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. We're going to try Bill one more time. Uh, Bill in Kalispell listening to KGEZ. Bill, are you there, sir? Bill? He's, he's like, put his phone down. Go ahead and hang up on him. Maybe, maybe he'll call back. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Mac in Kalispell listening on KGEZ. Hello, Mac. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Uh, hello. What's on your mind? Well, you guys, I got, I talked to you about Harp the other night, and you uh, after I got off the phone, uh, I uh, pr- basically turned my radio off, and uh, uh, one of my friends told me that uh, you guys had had a question about Harp after I got off the phone. Okay. I, I don't, uh, I, I don't remember what it was, so hopefully he told you what the question was. No, no, he didn't. But uh, I do understand some of the people around uh, Kalispell, though. Uh, uh, you know, like just in the last uh, 20 minutes that I've been sitting here on hold, I heard you guys talk about, you know, the conspiracy theories, the conspiracy theories, the conspiracy theories. Well, you know, when I when I explained to you about HARP, you know, I mean, it's not a conspiracy. Uh, I mean, it really isn't. Uh, yes, the, there really the, is the a government trail. program. I understand there's a real government program called HARP, and they really have a 3 billion watt transmitter or whatever it is up in Alaska or something like that, and they are really carrying out experiments. And uh, again, here's the same question that I've asked before. I was going to answer that question. I was going to answer that question. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Okay. Now, you guys got a radio program, and all you do is talk about, which is great, local issues and police state issues, which is quite a bit. But when you look at the big picture, you have to understand how for the last 40 years, the government has been uh, abusing us and lying to us to get us to this point. And 9-11 was the apex, the ultimate apex of their immediate, their long-term goal to enslave this country. And if you think you're going to get away by moving to a state like New Hampshire and banding together and making something happen in one state, just look at... Uh, Iraq and and, and uh, Afghanistan, and then tell me you're going to get away with it. Because what are you suggesting? Nothing to do. Those people didn't have nothing to do with 9/11, and we've killed over a million people. Well, I haven't killed the, them. 9/11. I, I haven't killed them. Have you? We care about those men, women, and children that have been killed, maimed, and suffered at the hands of our government. If you don't care. 
I never said I, said I didn't that. care. We can greet you. You're putting words. You're putting words in my mouth. We'll continue with your call if you hang on and uh, make sure you're there to pick up when we come back to you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. No one ever said we didn't care. I, we shoot. We talk about the Iraq War all the time here. Yeah, more We're very upset way. about us being over there. You can. I'm not over there, by the way. Uh, more. Uh, more coming up. You bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like Free Talk Live and want to help support the show, you can become an amplifier like uh, our last caller from uh, on the amp lines, Tom, uh, listening in KGEZ land. He is an amplifier of the show, meaning he's sending us a certain amount of money per month at least three bucks per month to help us get on more radio stations across the country and spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible we are not interested in spreading the message of chemtrails or other crackpot conspiracy theories as far and as wide as possible because i don't think even if they are true and i don't know i'm not going to pass judgment on them even if they are true i don't think they are as persuasive as telling people what the government is absolute, 100% verifiably doing to destroy liberty. That's why I focus on things like, you know, police state stories, big bureaucracy, inefficiency, stuff like that. Stuff that you can really look at. It's real tangible. It's concrete. Stuff that's persuasive. It's released by, you know, it's out in the major media and people don't dispute it. So, uh, with that in mind, we continue as Mac is back on with us, uh, listening in KGEZ. Now, Mac, I want a point of clarification here. You said that uh, we didn't care about people dying. Were you talking about in Iraq or in uh, New York in, on 9-11? I wasn't quite sure what you were getting at there. Either or. Well, what would make you say that? What would make we, you say that? We really do care about people dying in Iraq, and we talk about um, the Iraq War on a great, uh, uh, a great Not so deal. often these days, but we have certainly talked about it. We t- um, and we care about violence, and we care about uh, aggression, and we want uh, aggression to stop against our neighbors. Who could care more? I mean, how could we be any uh, any? We, how could be more caring than we currently have are? Have you have you did a fundraisers for the nine one one rescuers in New York? I mean, come on. you guys got, got a radio rescuers? program. That's what I'm angry with you about. Who's the rescuers? you got a radio program. There's people suffering from 911 still. It's all a lie. I know Christy Todd Whitman came out on the news three days after 911 and said the, safe, the air was safe to breathe in lower Manhattan. It's not. You know, there's probably going to be 40,000, 50,000 people who die from lung-related re, lung re, illnesses. Well, I don't... And, and you know, there's other pro, other people out there. I mean, you'd look at us. You know, look at uh, the Z, uh, KGEZ crew. We do our fundraising. We, we help our neighbors, and we help the servicemen. We help everybody we can. Uh, you know, and we're a poor state. We're uh, poor. We're all poor, but we all pull together to help our neighbors out. And I think that's you a great thing. I don't have a problem with that, and I'm, I, you know... Listen I, to me. Listen to me. I'm listening. You on the radio, and you call it crackpot conspiracies and then you and then you diss us when we're the ones out here trying to help the nation we're the free state what are you, you going to do exactly i mean we how are you going to help uh, you've the made nation. about five points i didn't get to rebut go ahead how are you going to help the nation mac exactly how are you going to do that we're the ones putting out the truth we're the ones talking freedom. What do you expect well, to have? We're, we're talking talk freedom, Mac, Mac, before you go on, you're not going to put out the truth, and you're not going to be talking about freedom if you get rid of Free Talk Live, because all these people that are listening on 40 radio stations and iPods around America, hundreds of thousands of people, they're not going to hear your message anymore. 
Because you voted against us. What? Stop doing one thing and stop calling us crackpots. Okay? Look, I call the conspiracy theorists crackpots. Who is us? I was, on, I was on the basis where they started the Heart Project. I know what it can do. I know what chemtrails are. I know what they can do. Okay. I believe you, Mac. Ma- Mac, I understand what you're saying. I get that. But you, you, as far as I can tell, are simply a guy on the radio. I can't verify what you're saying. I wasn't there. I don't know. And it seems to me really outlandish to suggest that the harp um, antenna was made to, you know, create Hurricane Katrina and and lay waste to the United States. That that seems like an outlandish claim. And if even if it is so, what are we going to do about it except get rid of the evil people in the government, which is what you and I both want? Right, but don't call us crackpots. We get tired of it. Hey, what 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 do you expect? What do you expect me to call somebody who believes in the conspiracy theories that you believe in that I do not? What do you, what terminology do you want me to use? How many years did you spend in the service? You know, I haven't spent any. All right, I know that because I listen to you guys every day. I do. I thought you right? said you didn't listen. Yesterday, no, you told I us you didn't listen. All the time, I've called you guys. Uh, <laughs> I've called you guys many, many, many times. Many times. Mac, I called you about the gun rights. I, I don't need the cops to come protect my house. I've been off the system since 97. I don't pay taxes since 97. Good, right? thank you. Good. Ren's not my name, all right? Look, now, when you call us crackpots, and you I didn't call like, you a crackpot, Mac. I think the conspiracy theories are crackpot. And, That's and, all. And I don't know. I don't even know what to what terminology to use for people that have conspiracy theories that are be you know well beyond what I consider to be the They're norm. They're not provable. I mean, what do you call somebody who believes that lizard men from outer space are running America? Fire services. That was, a, that was a good question, Mac. I'd like to get an answer from you. Go ahead, Mark. Mac, what do, you, what do you call David Icke and the people that believe that lizard men from outer space are running the world? I, that is not on the agenda in KGEZ, man. I'm answer asking you question. a question. That is not, that's not, you're, you're answering a question different than the question I'm asking you. What do you call those Somebody is talking about David Icke with, with lizard men. I'm telling you about the science of fire. All right. It was an easy question, Mac. Mac. I'm sorry Mac, you don't want to answer time, it. One please. more try. Let, let me, let me ask the question. question. What do you call a person who uh, believes that lizard men from outer space are running America, or the world? What do you call them? You're comparing me to no, a guy. I'm no, I'm not. I'm asking you a question. You told us we can't call those cons- uh, the, the chemtrail thing or harp people crackpot we, people theories. People we disagree with. You, I don't, wasn't even calling the people crackpots necessarily as much as we're calling the theories crackpot. I believed in some silly things that I've now rejected. I used to sell magnetic beds when I was 19, or I used to try to sell them, and now I think it's now I think that's crackpot. Okay, so I'm not necessarily calling the people it. So the question is, if we shouldn't call those crackpot ideas, then what would the appropriate terminology be for 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 the theory that lizard men are running the world? Mac and uh, Kalispell? You got me on the lizards, buddy. You got me on the lizards, okay? Because it, that's, uh, that's the thing. I, mean, that's I, the, would, I, I would have to say that I don't believe in any lizard. Man. Of course okay. you don't. I, I don't believe that you do. Uh, here's the, that's, the, that's the quandary I'm stuck in, Matt. Mac. Hold on, Mac. The you're the, calling the people up here that are informed, and yeah. especially with me, you know, I spent 13 years... There's no there's no uh, informing on the chemtrail. It's just people looking up at the sky and taking pictures. There's no informing uh, there. There's no There's a lot of speculation inside of uh, chemtrails, because there's not a lot I of facts. And I, wasn't, I, and I wasn't on a secret base in Alaska where they had over-the-horizon uh, radar and they started the, uh, uh, 
They started the heart project. So would you I believe that? I believe that you you were there. I just don't have any facts about it, Mac. I can't find any facts anywhere other right. than stuff that's on long, right, rambling, right. weird just websites. Because, right, just because you were there doesn't mean that people's minds are being controlled, and it doesn't mean that uh, Harp's antenna is somehow creating weather conditions. None of that All right. is... All right. Now listen to me. Now, you guys know what an airport is, and you know what the green trucks are, right? Those are firefighting trucks, right? Okay. I don't know. I believe I'll you. Take your word yeah, for they're it. Green trucks are green trucks are operated by one or two men, and whenever there's a plane crash, some trucks roll out with one or two men in them, and they're supposed to control the fire or the crash scene and put the fire out. Okay. Well, okay. at the Pentagon, on the Pentagon lawn on 9/11, there was that one of those green fire crash trucks, which I used to run. Got paid for it and everything. Was good at it. And right there in the building was a 19-foot, 16 or 19-foot perfectly round hole in the side of the Pentagon, and they want me to believe that a 757 ran into that building. Well, I don't want you to believe freaking anything. Impossible. That's freaking impossible. See, the th- it's freaking impossible. Now, here's the thing, Mac. Here's the thing. Like I that. don't want you to believe anything. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me what it is that you believe about what happened on the you know the Pentagon's lawn. I don't know if it was a missile or a plane or a bomb on the inside or what, aliens that it's zapped a, a, a death theory, ray right? into it. I don't know, man. Hey, look, it's uh, crackpot theory. See, no, I didn't say, say that was a crackpot theory. I never crackpot. called that crackpot. Never have I called that crackpot. I've actually seen some of those videos. The kind of interesting questions that they're asked. I've called the chemtrail thing crackpot. I've called the harp thing crackpot. But I've not called that crackpot, but it's all irrelevant, isn't it? Because we're moving towards liberty. So are you, supposedly. So really, what is the big deal here? You said, by the way, you wouldn't actually come out and admit it, but it sounded like you were suggesting that the lizard theory was crackpot. Would you would you say that the lizard theory, that uh, lizard men are running the world, is a crackpot theory, Mac? I would have to. I, I don't believe in lizard men, man. There you so go. What did you, so what did this, you say this it's crackpot? This is the quandary that I'm in. No, I'm not going to call it crackpot. I'm not going to call somebody that believes All in right. a crackpot. Fair enough. Say I don't believe that, in then it. there we go. You got that. That's the answer to the question. I thank you for the call, Mac. Mark, what was this uh, you were going to well, say? Well, I'm here? just saying that I, I'm in a quandary. I mean, the the fact is, that if, if no matter what level of conspiracy you believe, whether you believe that there's a giant cabal of men who dance around in front of owls um, who run the world, or or in fact you believe that those men are lizards from outer space. There's somebody who's got a conspiracy theory that's farther uh, down the hole of, uh, of conspiracy than you are. And, if you and where, what are they? What terminology am I supposed to use? Right. I, I mean, I, I run a radio show that thrives on controversy. I want to make sure that people don't think that I fall in line with those uh, theories just because we allow them on the air on this program. So give me something better to use than crackpot, if that's a naughty word. More coming up. Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. 
with SACL CAI toll-free lines for you as we launch here at hour number three of the program. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Before we continue with the calls, just a little bit of analysis of where we've been so far and, and, and what we understand about this controversy that has been erupting uh, over the past couple weeks at our affiliate KGEZ in Montana. Um, as I understood Max call, it seems like a number of the listeners there are very upset by our labeling of certain conspiracy theories as crackpot. And he believed that we were labeling the believers as crackpot. I may be guilty of doing that at it, some well, point it, in the past, it, but... You know, you if, you, if, if you're saying that somebody believes crackpot theories, it's not too far of a step Basically to say that they are crackpot. crackpot. All right. So we are trying and some to see. Of, and, and some of the people that have called in with with these theories, I've got to say, it it's you know so outlandish. Um, you know, we've had people call in about lizard men. We've well, had, even Mac admitted that the lizard men is he crackpot. Doesn't, he doesn't know what to do with um, that, and you yeah. know, so therefore, what do you do? So, so since it seems to me that the concern here is we've been kind of using an ad hominem. Uh, we've been attacking the an attack. man, right? Uh, okay, an attack against the you know your you individually. Uh, if you are one person who believes these ideas about the chemtrails and all the other stuff, we need to think of something. Maybe we need to be more sensitive, Mark, because let me explain well, the reason why I brought the crackpot terminology out in the first place. When we started doing this radio program, uh, syndicated, when we started doing the syndicated version of the show, we were on the Gen- we're still on the Genesis Communications Network, but we were only on a couple of radio stations, one of which was six watts. So we didn't really have very much in the way of radio coverage. Now we're on 40-something stations, which obviously is a lot better. Uh, but in the, in and the very beginning... And speaks to the, uh, you know, the, the, the broadness of the show, that a lot of people can get it, yeah. and that we bring, uh, you know, that uh, allows all kinds of people to speak to all kinds of other people. In the very beginning of the program, though, we were burdened, I would say, heavily... We felt ...with it. a lot of uh, conspiracy calls that I decided to label as crackpot, simply to separate myself from their viewpoint, to make it clear that... Right, even though we were taking a programming decision to some extent. Right, even though we were taking these calls and asking questions and letting these people talk about these things, that we were not necessarily in line with the ideas, and, and the, one of the other reasons by doing that was to hopefully dissuade those callers from calling in in the first place and perhaps have a greater mix of calls instead of just like a, an entire show of people calling about chemtrails or whatever you know to to try to throw out at and least a few snipes ex- out there to to you know dissuade them from calling and to some extent it did well it, it worked but to some extent it's irritation you know like there's people uh, presenting us with information you know that we just don't believe or, and you know have looked into and disagree with that kind of thing yeah but i remember the first night we were on Cindy Somebody, a conspiracy theorist, as we called them, or probably didn't even know the term at that time, called in about this conspiracy of the Federal Reserve and uh, the the creature on Jekyll Island and how the uh, you know some rich guys got together in order to uh, you know put together a central bank and take us off the gold standard. We you know laughed him off and and uh, you know off he went. But over time, I began looking into this and I've looked into all these things. I began looking into this and I realized, well, that guy was right and. 
Well, yeah, because in the beginning, I was interested in rebutting a lot of these things. I was curious to see if they were right about what they were claiming. And so I went and I, you know, I was kind of interested in presenting the other side to what these conspiracy people were saying. And now I'm not so interested in that because I've come to the understanding that it's just all of it, whether it's true or not, is totally irrelevant to my goals in life, my goals of achieving a, a voluntary society and liberty in my lifetime. So I've moved on beyond all that. That's why I don't even bother with the rebuttals. I mean, the, you know, you can call in about the, the Pentagon and I could pull Pull out some rebuttals, but I don't believe either side. So why bother playing devil's advocate? That's which is what I used to do in the past. So maybe we need to be more sensitive, Mark. How about? And you suggested I think a great term during the break there, the news break, as we were discussing this off the air. How about fringe conspiracy yeah, theory? Let's let's use the terminology um, the more fringe conspiracy theories. Right, because there's there's mainstream. It's the farther ones. out there you get in um in you know the how, how more bizarre the uh, conspiracy is, the more fringe it would be. Right. 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 There's mainstream kind of. Uh, provable conspiracy theories like the Federal Reserve, where it's provable that these bankers got together, they planned all this stuff, they went and they put it into action. It's absolutely true that how the banking system works, that they create money from thin air. All of this is absolutely 100% true and, and provable, but it counts as a conspiracy theory because people conspired to do something. That's, you know, when two people conspire together, you've got yourself a, a conspiracy. conspiracy. And although I don't know if theory is the right term because it's fact, but anyway, it's it's mainstream. As it clearly to, hasn't been proven in the court of pu- public opinion because right, it's still there. Right, as compared to the people that believe in the chemtrails, of which there's very little evidence. Uh, certainly, you could point to a story about how you know Florida sprayed malathion and Great Britain uh, admitted to spraying stuff. So there's some evidence of some sort of uh, activity, but to really chase it down and to prove that it's going on in the way and the manner that these people suggested is is next to impossible. So that's more fringe than those other ideas and then lizard men ruling the world that's pretty, pretty darn fringe. pretty darn fringe so that's i think what we should go with from here on out of course we'd love to hear your input even though our uh, chat room listeners were saying we should k- keep using the term crackpot so you know one side of our listeners say, says one thing one side says another here we are mark compromising which we normally don't do but i think it's fair because it wasn't fair of us to use ad hominem attacks it really wasn't fair so fringe conspiracy theory. you know it, and and the thing is is a radio show to some extent is uh, you know an evolution you learn things, you move on. Everybody's life is like that. You learn new things, mm-hmm. and off you go. And you know that's the the fact is we've been being pretty crappy um, all along to uh, the more fringe conspiracy theorists. Yeah, and I guess it's the ones I didn't believe. But uh, I still you know, don't want to hear about it. I still don't care. I, you know, I'm still. It's not we, that I don't care. We need. It's, it's not relevant. We, to we me. need a certain amount of 9/11 calls on this show. We really do. I don't think that need to talk be, about why it's not relevant. Well, I, I, yeah, if, if we had one every couple of weeks, every month or something like that, it keeps it keeps that issue fresh, and I think we do need a certain would, amount of. I them. couldn't care less if they didn't come in ever again. But there uh, you go. You know, whatever. Uh, because as I say, it's not relevant to me and what my mission in life is. But we'll continue taking your calls about anything, and we've never screened out anybody calling the show because of topic. So let's talk to Kathy, listening to KGEZ in Montana. Hello, Kathy. Hi. Hi. What's on your mind? Um, well, I've called in before, and this will probably, hopefully, be the last time I call in, because um, I called in one time about the chemtrails and the spraying in California, and I had absolute proof of it. Had proof. websites and everything that you could go look up. What and what proof and was you, on the website? Let me finish. 
I am so sick of your Well, now you're going to make a claim, Kathy. I want to find out about it because if you just go on and on, then we don't you get to we don't get to ask you questions. On. So what you was the proof the one that, that goes you had? On and on. Kathy, we're going to keep you on to talk to you about this, but what was the proof that you saw on the website? Go ahead, tell us that. Well, I don't have it right now, but I called in to tell you that you guys are the crackpots on the fringe. And how and is that? I think that you remind me of two little boys that stole their father's big new car, and you can't drive it. And that's your wasting of time on that valuable error when we could be hearing people that are really leading us to the truth hmm. so that we don't have to go through these problems with the, go- what truth excuse are you me, with the government. Um, now, Kathy, do, what do you think about Rush Limbaugh on the air? I don't believe half of what he says. I think he's wishy-washy, and he'll go whatever way, uh, whoever pays him the most, he'll go that way. So you would, and largely I would agree with you. Um, So you think that, uh, do you think we should be off the air because we disagree? Um, I think that you're using valuable time arguing with people and belittling them. Okay, and who That's did we what belittle I think tonight? You do. Kathy, I who? called you once before and Kathy, told you, yeah, you if told you were that. my sons, I would sit you down and teach you some manners. Who, who, would, who did we belittle tonight, Kathy? Oh, well, how about the guy that called in and, and talked about the million people killed in, in Iraq, and you said, well, I didn't do it. Did you? What's that mean? I mean, that's that? like no, a 10-year-old no. Yeah, you weren't kid. listening carefully, Kathy. What I had said there was that he said we killed those people in Iraq, and I was simply pointing out that I did not, in point of fact, kill those people. And you, you probably didn't kill them either. You spend a lot of time defending statements that shouldn't even have been made so that you wouldn't have to defend them. It's just like immaturity. Yeah. Thanks it for the drives call. Me cr- uh, well, then you shouldn't listen to the show if it drives you crazy. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Luckily, on our you know 40-plus radio affiliates, we keep growing. People uh, liking the show. We're number one rated in uh, some of our markets. You, so. can't, you can't please everybody. Yeah, you certainly can't. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the Sickle CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com, and those features include live streams. We've got a broadband version and dial-up version of the program, both free for you at freetalklive.com. And if you're remodeling your kitchen or bath, you need to know that you can purchase knobs, poles, and faucets at wholesale prices and support a business that supports Free Talk Live. Internobs.com. Save 10% on your order by using the code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com, I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. Friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs, poles, and more, all at internobs.com. As we continue with your calls, we'll talk to Mary, listening also in Kalispell to KGEZ. Hello, Mary. Mary, yeah, hello. you're on the air. What's on your mind? Yeah, I'm from KGZ land, and I've just been listening for quite a while to all of the argument going back and forth about should you be on, should you be off. First, let me qualify what I'm going to say by I hope you are still going to continue on our station up here. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, 
but I am very conservative, and you come across extremely liberal. Really? I do disagree with probably 75, 80% of a lot of what you say. So, uh, can you give me just a couple examples, I mean, of what you disagree with? Illegal immigrants, conspiracies, chemtrails. I can give you a lot of examples. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I really don't want to go into all no, the details go ahead. Go ahead there. I just love to hear all the different viewpoints. Great. I appreciate that. Well, what I, and what we were trying I'm to figure a retired out, military veteran as well. Mm-hmm. Ultra conservative, raised on logging, farming, uh, and I do agree with a whole lot of John's viewpoints and the guests he brings on. But I was—I very much took offense this morning in listening to his program. Uh, this morning he stated that you would be off after tonight, and for everyone to call in and let you know why. Oh, so it was—it was, it was uh, John's idea. Okay, interesting. The uh, owner of the radio station, John Stokes. He called you boorish, immature opinionated and insulting i can't really um argue with too many of those uh, statements i mean Boris, i can't neither um, and imag- i told him he's the very same uh, you know I, I, <laughs> because that's part of being a good talk show host. yeah i really think that to some extent you know that if you're not a little pushy on the air you're gonna get run all over and and there's you know, exactly there's there's just nothing i can do with boorish um immature insulting I, you know opinionated opinionated of course i'm a radio talk show host. i think uh i i told him he is no different and i'm sure he's listening tonight and uh i just can't believe nobody brought this up that was listening this morning uh, he did state that you would be off after tonight. So yeah, he this is a, our last chance to call in. He sent us I an email su- suggesting very few calls into talk shows. I love the arguments back and forth, the constructive criticism. I love the bantering, and all of the different viewpoints that come to light. Well, I listen to a huge, a huge host of uh, well, Alex Jones, Jack Blood, Coast to Coast at night. Mary, I appreciate your uh, I appreciate your compliments. When you put it all compliments. together, you can form your own opinion. Yeah, exactly. And and hearing differing and viewpoints is uh, is a good thing. It's healthy, as you say. You enjoy hearing different viewpoints. It gets you thinking about right. uh, the different right. things that are being presented. And that seems to be a mature sort of thing. Hearing different viewpoints. I mean, people are accusing uh, yeah. us of being immature. It seems to be mature to actually hear things and listen to things that you might disagree with, so you can truly analyze your belief system and decide exactly where it is you stand on an issue. Exactly. That's the only way we can take our stand and present a strong argument against it if that's how we believe. Well, I'm glad and you called in And we need to hear all viewpoints. Thank you, Mary, for your, uh, your sensible and position. I, I just wanted to say I've listened to John for years, and I have a son who's now 15 who's listened to John for years and his various programming, who loves your program. And he's just 15 years old, and he's learned a lot from all sides of it. Well, I'm hoping and that we we're are able to stay on. I... conservative, survivalist do for yourself and take your stand. Thank you, Mary, for your call tonight and your thoughts. We certainly appreciate hearing from you. And thank you again. 800-259-9231 is the number as we continue. Uh, We will talk to, I believe, Rudy is on the line listening to KGEZ. Rudy, you're on Free Talk Live. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Hey, Rudy, what's on your mind? Well, you guys, uh, one of you gentlemen were got to... uh, little argument with uh, one of the veterans, a veteran, a couple of nights ago. Yeah, on Saturday? I, I heard, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I was busy working, transferring from one radio to the next. I missed some of it. But I think uh, the comment was, 
He was a paid killer, gun-toting paid killer. I think actually he asked us, um, have either of you been in the service? And I said, you know, uh, I was a bit irritated at that point, and I said, no, I've um, never done the paid killer thing. And then he flipped out. Well, yeah, well, that's what, I'm a veteran, that's what we did. Killed we people? Paid killers. Yeah, well, that's duh. A, yeah, I know. We, I mean, we, we, we went to the Army, just we went in the military to eat bonbons. Well, of course, that's what we do. I've never understood that's, this. That's what the military does. <laughs> yeah. You know, I listen to your show once in a while by accident when I want to get off a roof and change a channel. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If you want to insult a veteran, don't call him, you know, an armed killer. Call him. Tell him something like he carries flowers, hugs trees, and sings kumbaya. He's a sissy. Then you'll piss him off. Now, I pissed him off pretty good, and I wasn't trying to insult him as much as I was just trying to say, because, you know, when they use the term service, and, you know, it, 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 he was going to he was gonna come at the, the, the attack, the point at from, you know, of the draft, from the point of service. Have you been in the military service? You'd know just what a good idea it is for everybody out there to be in the service and, and that kind of thing. And I'm of the opinion that they really, that the military hasn't served me in my lifetime. That in fact it served the politicians, and so well, the, thing, the military is not there just for you personally. I mean, we think we're going to go to your doorstep and and, and thank you for giving us a paycheck. It's about the constitution. It's about the people. It's the group. Well, no, it's not about the Hold on, I served my country for the people and the constitution. I believe you. That's you did. I, served I believe before. you totally so did. My serve. grandfather, and so did my father, and my two sons in Iraq. Okay, so, right. so did my now, grandfather, I got one his, for, his one father, and my father. Well, whatever. Well, before you go on, um, the, okay, I, do, I do believe that you served for the people. I totally believe that. I believe you um, joined the military, and many people do, for the, exactly the right reasons. However, as far as the Constitution goes, the Constitution says that the Army should be called up for no more than two years. And why do you think that is? It's supposed to be used for a temporary... Force. So, the therefore, would you say point of constitution. But times have that the Army is unconstitutional? No, I didn't say the Army is unconstitutional. Would you say that? Times have uh, changed. You, no, you, can't, you cannot have a country without an Army. If you really think that, you, you obviously are, are no, have no clue what's going on, okay? Because, I mean... You just can't have a country with no army. I think People will walk right over you. Many many countries manage to make it without much of an army at all. An Costa Rica that, doesn't yeah, have one. An, an army that doesn't account for much of anything. Are you concerned that uh, Canada is going to attack Costa Rica, us or what is Mexico? That? Is that from is that, is that who wants anything from Costa Rica? Right. Well, that that would be the question. Who would want anything from the United States if we didn't have our military in 131 nations? So basically what you gentlemen are saying is that we really shouldn't have a military. Uh, I, right? I would say that, Here's yeah. the first step. I think that the military should be brought back from the 131 nations and the 700 military bases that are outside of the United States. That's the first step I'd like to take. I have another question. Hang on. We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. More with Rudy and your calls as well about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Just don't expect us to agree with everything you say. 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, By the way, those features include the updates. Get signed up, and we will let you know whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI, and if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you're getting frustrated, tired of doing it yourself, or your company that you've uh, hired is just dropping the ball, SACL CAI does collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. SACL knows that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. See their banner right at the the top of our website at freetalklive.com. As we bring back Rudy on the line in Montana listening to KGEZ. Rudy, you said you had an additional question, and Mark, I think you had a point you wanted to make, but Rudy, go with your question first. Yeah, well, I'm going to hit the question here just a second, but basically the why I called was because it, it appeared to me that you folks were totally insulting the veterans, and that we're just fools for having served. And that's the way I took it. Now, I might be partly retarded. Maybe I didn't understand that right, but it sure sounded that way. Now, the question I have for you... Well, before is, you go on, you guys, can I, can I, can I, I speak to you? that? Can I, can I speak to what you just said? Go ahead. Okay, great. Um, the, the, the point that I was trying to make is, yeah, I think that veterans should have their eyes opened to the fact that when they served in the military, they served the politicians. They didn't serve the American people. That there hasn't been a war or con- – actually, there hasn't been a war fought in 60 years. There hasn't been a conflict that the military has been involved in that's done anything to preserve uh, the, the, the freedom of the American people. My freedom is, is diminished. And, um, you know, that the, that the whole idea of a standing army, which is what the Founding Fathers were against, is unconstitutional. So Therefore, when the uh, when when people who swore an oath to defend the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic are in fact doing something contrary to the um, Constitution, that they're failing at what it is that they've given an oath to, to to do. Well, I don't agree with the war at all. So if you think I agree with the war, it's, that's that's wrong. Uh, no, I, I see I, your I see your point. I okay. want to smash the iconoclasm sound, around. You made it sound like we were just absolute fools. So now we've gotten over that. I have one question. You guys didn't serve. We all know that. Was it because of political beliefs, or was, that, or was it because you guys are just cowards? Uh, the reason I didn't serve, um, actually, I called a I called a Marine recruiter um, to to go serve in the uh, the first Persian Gulf uh, conflict. I really liked those airplanes at the time. You know, they got the A-10s and all that other stuff, and I was really into it. And the reason that I couldn't go is I was in prison, and I was in prison for nine years. By the time I got out. You know, the idea of uh, there there was no conflict going on, and, you know, with this conflict, I certainly wasn't for it. Uh, To answer your question, I, you know, had something more important to do with my life. Thank you for the call, Rudy. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we talk to Steve listening in Kalispell to KGEZ. Hello, Steve. Steve, going once. You say Steve in Colorado? Uh, Well, I guess. uh, I thought it was Steve in Kalispell, but I guess you're in Colorado. Hello, Colorado. Hey there. Well, I haven't called in a while. I've been on meds. I called and talked about uh, some place uh, in Africa where they have anarchy, and I sounded really stupid on the on the call when I listened on the podcast. And I thought, well, I better not call. But I was just so inspired. I hope I don't sound stupid again when I listen later on. <clears throat> but yeah, I, was so I sound that way to me too. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. 
because I am a little bit uh, loopy right now on on the meds. Okay. But um, <clears throat> the I was just so inspired because the guy called. This is the second time now that he's called saying, "Well, I was there in Alaska. I saw this heart program firsthand, and I know what it is, etc." And it it reminded me of when I was in Key West and the Coast Guard, and I went into this liberal bookstore because if you want to find books on the drug war, real books on the drug war, you pretty much have to go into the, the liberal bookstores and i was starting at that time this is about 20 years ago to really get interested in the um in the drug war okay and um <clears throat> so i went uh uh I, I went into this liberal bookstore and i overheard the conversation between the owner of the store who had gotten out of the military because of quote all the stuff he had seen unquote he was talking to a customer and uh, they said like what and he said well you know this so-called base housing that they have here in Key West, and the guy said, "Yeah, uh, because you know there's just rows and rows of housing, military said, housing. Well, this so-called base housing, half of it is really base housing. There's really houses there, and half of it just looks like base housing. They have cars there and picket fences and so forth, and dogs in the yard. But inside, really, what's really in there is this very sophisticated spy equipment with which they use to spy on civilians." Um, American people, and it's so sophisticated that if you put a quarter down, they can tell you if it's you know heads or tails. And I know for a fact because I've seen it, is what the guy said. Okay. Well, at that time, I was actually uh, an electrician in the Coast Guard and doing maintenance in those very houses. And so I went inside every single one of those houses, and I know for 100% certain fact that he was lying. Uh, you know, I yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, heads? and you know, the the thing is, is I I, I believe Mac when he says, um, you know, what he said as far as uh, harp and all that stuff. I be, and I believe he believes all the other stuff that he projects onto harp. I believe he was there, and and that certainly they're doing a lot of stuff. And but how can I take a one caller who calls in and makes a claim and makes it pretty well? How can I take their word? I you know, I I try to look into these things, but there's no facts really out there that I can look into. Right. Uh, well, I, I think what the point I'm trying to make is that just because a guy says, I, I know I was there, I saw it, doesn't always mean that it, it's factual. And, you know, and I didn't say anything. I could have busted the guy's chops right there, but, you sure. know, I, I didn't say anything. I, I don't know why. Maybe I should have. It might have been kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, eh, eh, well, he would have told you that, you know, well, they, they must have moved the operation or you didn't go or, underground. Or that I was part of the conspiracy. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we did go. have a guy, uh, uh, you know, this evening that sort of suggested that we were part of this whole, uh, oh, sure, uh, you know, sure. new world order. And that, That's that been kind suggested of thing. before I mean, that we're I, on the payroll of the Bilderbergers. I wish whatever. they'd pay better. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate All hearing right. from you tonight. 800-259-9231. And that's just it. I mean, you just have to take these people's word for it. Okay, fine. So Harp's controlling the weather and they are poisoning people's minds with chemicals. Or Okay. So the government's evil. So? I already knew that. And I also understand that, no, you can't go and elect Ron Paul or anybody else to make the government behave better. Yeah, they might victimize a few less people, but they still it's a, still a system that is inherently evil because it's victimizing your neighbor. It's well, aggressing against your neighbor in order to get whatever it is that you want to do done, whether it's controlling the weather or invading other people's countries. I'm all for getting Ron Paul elected. I, just, I, I saw where America was during those primaries. I see that America is totally not ready for liberty. Or even a, a, a good deal of it. Not all of it, just a good deal of it. Continuing with your calls, Dave is on the line listening to KGEZ. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. 
Hello, Dave. Hey, how's it going? You're on the air. Um, What's on your mind? I think I might be able to shed a little light. I was very happy to hear what you said about being more sensitive. I yes, think that really fringe, speaks to it. Fringe conspiracy um, theories now instead of uh, crackpot. Well, yeah, right. And and the whole... What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't, I don't hear anything. You okay? Oh, it's the burgers. Wow, that was weird. That was some kind of a thing on the cell phone. Okay, we, we got um, the New World Order listening in on the line. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, the real deal, I think what most people are talking about is what you said when you say crackpot. Because, yes, by extension, if you tell somebody, if you call something that someone believes in a crock, well, then they think you're insulting them. Right. And And the truth is, a couple hundred years ago, Anybody that you tell you were going to fly in a machine would have told you you were full of it. Mm-hmm. But time has proven that that wasn't it. Look at that, you know. So while, and the truth is, actually, there is a little bit of truth to the fact that you're a little uninformed because there is a tremendous amount of very verifiable evidence about both HARP and spraying stuff in the upper atmosphere and has been for a long time. There was a guy named Edwin Teller, who the father of the atomic bomb, is so they call him. One of his ideas was putting stuff up in the atmosphere to As we help. said uh, earlier, I mean, there, certainly we, they're We're not doubting that they're, they're, they're spraying things in the atmosphere. Right. We're not doubting the existence of HARP. Absolutely. They're yeah, right, verifiable right, right. Uh, claims here, and uh, that's right. all and well again. and true, and it, it again points to the fact that government is... A bad idea. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Not enough time for your call, so I'm not giving you the number. But I will tell you our website. It is freetalklive.com. And all the features on the site we give away. If you like Free Talk Live and want to help support the show, then learn how you can promote Free Talk Live. Various different options. All of them are completely free or very, very low cost. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn more about what the choices are. Uh, that's promote.freetalklive.com. And one of the most important ones is voting. We need you to go to vote for the show at vote.freetalklive.com. Your votes totaling up help push us up to the top of the podcast ranking charts. We're uh, climbing to the top a little faster this month than we than we did last month. Uh, so thank you to but everybody. not as fast as we used to. Not as fast as we would like. Uh, so we still need your vote. If you've yet to do it in this month of August, please go to vote.freetalklive.com and help us out. It makes a big difference for us, brings new listeners in, and it also uh, is impressive to our advertisers as well. Being the number one podcast, pretty cool. We're number two right now, and you can help us push us over the edge to number one by going to vote.freetalklive.com. And once you're done with that, maybe ask a few friends to vote for us. Shoot some instant messages out or emails and ask some friends to vote for Free Talk Live. That way maybe they'll ask you, well, what's Free Talk Live and why should I vote for it? And then they might start listening, too. Anyway, vote.freetalklive.com as we try to uh, blow through as many of these calls that we have on hold as possible, starting with Matt in Illinois on the AMP line. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind today? Uh, wanted to give you my impression of the people in uh, Montana. Okay. Some of them. Not all of them. I really like Dave. He's one of my favorite callers. Very good. But I think that many of these people in Montana are very authoritarian. What do you mean? And Well... They seem to want to censor you. Well, I mean... What they are, in essence, doing is saying, we don't agree with you, we don't want you on the air, not only do we want to hear what you're saying, but we don't want anybody else in our area to hear what you're saying either. 
I understand where you're coming from. However, um, you know, basically, I believe John, uh, the uh, you know the the owner of the radio station, asked these people, "What do you think about the show? How does the show affect you and strike you?" And I think that a lot of them, I, I would I would agree that some have bigger access to grind than others, uh, but I think a lot of them just answered this question. A vocal minority. Yep. There you go. Um, and the other thing is, I want to, because this point often comes up, I'm 48 years old. I never served in the military. I never went to prison. And I'm glad. I'm happy. I don't think either one of them would have done me any good. I think that I would have been terribly psychologically impaired if I had had to do either of those things. Very good, sir. I'm with you. And thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. We continue with Fred in Michigan. Fred, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Fred. What's on your mind? Well, listening as I have been, uh, so much to say in so little time. Indeed. But relative to 9-11 and all that uh, conspiracy stuff, there uh, is a, a group of architectural engineers who present uh, some astonishing evidence. They have a website, ae911truth.org. Or maybe it's .com, I forget. Then there's uh, a retired uh, NSA uh, director, uh, William Odom, O-D-U-M, Fixing Intelligence. So uh, those are two great resources. There's a fella out in Oregon, Emissary Publications, emissarypublications.com. Now, let me before you go on with this, uh, I mean, you've already plugged uh, three different things there. Uh, here's a question for you. Sure. Now, the, as, we point, as Mark rightfully pointed out, in Montana, supposedly this is our last night during the week live on the air, meaning sure. that uh, the Montana listeners are going to have, replacing this show, a refed show from earlier in the day. They are not going to have live programming to listen to anymore after they take Free Talk Live off the air. And so they won't have any show to call into to get their voices heard and to promote their ideas. Whether or not we agree with them, you just got the opportunity to call in and promote what you thought was relevant about this entire discussion, and you were able to do it. Now, we don't have to agree with you, and we don't have to go to those websites, but for those listeners that are interested in checking those resources out, you were able to reach out to those listeners and give them that information. Now, would you get upset if we decided to spend the night uh, you know, with our wives and girlfriends, uh, respectively, instead of going to those websites? <laughs> no, I'd... I'd highly encourage that. <laughs> right. So, so you got a, you were able to get your message out to our, you know, dozens of radio affiliates as a result of you calling in, even if we didn't agree with it. And that's kind of the point I'm making. So, as of tomorrow or as of the end of the night tonight, the Montana listeners won't be able to do that anymore. Isn't that sad? That's crazy. Yeah. And one last thing, yes, fellas. sir. There is a do- there is a documentary video, Hemp and the Rule of Law. Hemp and the Rule of Law. You want to see a stellar fact-filled video on all the lies of the government regarding hemp and the fact that Henry Ford in 1941 was growing hemp here in Michigan, Hmm. using it as a fuel source, making hemp plastic cars that they show on the video could not be destroyed by NFL-sized guys with 
full-size full size sledgehammers. Interesting. I have to say that even that I probably will not go and watch, <laughs> but uh, somebody out there may very well do it, and I want to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate thank you, brothers. Thank you. I appreciate hearing from you. You know, and, and I, uh, I I think that the big issue was, uh, and, you know, and, and, some, and a lot of people have uh, outlined it, it's the term, terminology crackpot and the, um, you know, insulting aspect of it. Uh, so I think that... Uh, yeah, but then there was the other issues of uh, we don't agree with them on immigration. I, I, and, I, I don't think that's uh, the issue. Constitution. I, I think that those are uh, sec- secondary issues, tertiary issues. I, we were told they were primary issues. Sure, and no one's going to say what it sounded like tonight. But no one's going to say that it's uh, you know uh, some yeah. people aren't going to say that it's the insulting nature. We got to get to these calls, Brian in South Carolina. You are on Free Talk Live. Hello, Brian. Brian, to, I'm listening to Revolution broadcasting right now with you guys. Okay, what's on your mind? Well, I want to talk about neocon Lindsey Graham, Republican, supposedly senator from uh, South Carolina. He's a U.S. senator, and how he voted eight times in the last year to take away American jobs. What do you and mean by South that? South Carolina, we have a better choice, and he's actually a Democrat. He's what we call a Ron Paul Democrat. Interesting. He is, uh, his name is Bob Conley, and uh, he's for the people. He wants to get rid of the Federal Reserve, get rid of the IRS. Hmm. He wants to stop illegal immigration. Yeah, I'm not with you on that one, but I like the, the idea of getting rid of the Federal Reserve. I like that. I don't like uh, building borders, and I don't like a police state, but, uh, you know, there you go. Once again, another website that I'm certainly not going to be visiting, but maybe somebody in South Carolina will. Well, I heard about this uh, Conley gentleman, and, uh, you know, he's, he's been making his way around in the uh, Ron Paul message boards that, are, that I'm still a member of. There you go. Thanks, Brian, for the call tonight. Uh, let's talk to George in D.C. on the AMP line. George, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I was calling to um, tell you how you can f- further um, promote your show yes, at this charity event going on in, the, in Nashua on the 22nd of next month. Okay. And there's called, you know that BMW um, drive for the kids thing I called about two years ago? You probably forgot. Nah. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, um, yeah, it's basically they have a thing where they um, you can take out just about any BMW you want. They go to these events, and now for every mile you put on these cars, they donate a dollar to breast cancer research. Oh, it's a cool. popular event, and and it'd be a really fun thing to um, promote Free Talk Live while you're driving these cool cars. And they kind of, they got just about everything in their lineup from the little three three series to the these um, M3s. You got to be thirty, so only Mark can drive one of those. Well, Mark does and, like the uh, the BMWs. He does like and them. Alpina, and Alpina, and this thing called an Alpina B7, which is basically a hundred and fifty thousand dollar M version of the 7 series. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I, by the way, BMW also has a 1 series, which is uh, meant to yeah, fill the, the niche that the yeah, 3 they series left. The one tw- they have the 128 and 135 roadsters, mm-hmm. and coupes and roadsters available now, there. How too. would we promote Free Talk Live uh, with this charitable event? How would that work? Well, you know, saying how it's a private um, organization doing this and helping breast cancer research instead of the government, for example. Yeah. That's you know, cool. I don't know how it promotes our show, though. I'm not sure. Well, you know, you could be wearing those little free talk live things like that. I suppose. You know, I intend to when I when they come over to my neck of the woods in November. That's what I intend to do. Very cool. But yeah, like I said, you have at least be a fun time to be able to drive. Well, really, really. Now this really is one of the cars. reasons. This is one of the reasons why we have the promote page on the website. And George, thanks for the call tonight. This is, so you can uh, have decentralized promotion of Free Talk Live. That way, I don't actually have to go and do this stuff. George can go wear a Free Talk Live T-shirt and go drive some BMWs and have a good time. Because I'm just not a car guy, you know. 
Let's continue yeah. here. John is on the line in New Hampshire. John, final words. you got about 30 seconds, my friend. Okay, guys, we all know that words matter. Language means something. It seems to me that about a week or two ago, Ian put a challenge out to somebody in Montana saying, let's see who achieves freedom first in relation to free state projects versus other freedom movements. And it seems to me that the people in Montana were getting awful upset, like maybe they can't handle it. Maybe they're picturing <laughs> their brother, Rich Angel, who was a big name out there, uh, cable access guy who's now in, in, in New Hampshire. That's right. You know, people Rich left. in Montana fight for your freedom there. If you can't take it anymore, come to New Hampshire. It's all good. It's yep. all about freedom. Stay listening. Keep Free Talk Live on the air. Keep up the freedom message. Folks, let's Let's move forward. Let's not fight amongst ourselves. I'm with you there, John, and thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from everybody, as always, whether or not we agree. It has been Ian here with you. And Mark. Back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.